This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog, Zelma on Insurance. Today, we're going to speak about why an insurer may lose its right to subrogation because of a lease agreement that creates a mutual benefit insurance situation that defeats the effort of subrogation the equitable remedy available to all insurers. Typically, an insurer that pays a claim to an insured as a result of the negligent acts of a third party. The insurer has the right, in the name of the insured, to sue the responsible party. The right to sue in the name of the insured results from the equitable remedy of subrogation and is effective as long as the insured has not waived the right of its insurer to subrogate and the insurer has given the insured the permission to waive that right. In Delaware, there is an exception to the equitable remedy because landlords and tenants are presumed to be co-insureds under the landlord's fire insurance policy unless a tenant's lease clearly expresses an intent to the contrary. If the rule applies, the fact that the landlord's insurance is presumed to be for the mutual benefit of the landlord and the tenant, the insurer cannot pursue the tenant for the landlord's damages by way of subrogation. The Superior Court ruled in the tenant's favor at summary judgment that the rule applied because the lease did not clearly express an intent to hold the tenants liable for the landlord's damages. In Donegal Mutual Insurance Company, as the subregor of Seaford Apartment Ventures, the villages of Stony Brook Apartments versus Thangavel and Muthusani, the Supreme Court of Delaware on July 18, 2023, ruled that the apartment's insurer who had sued the tenants for $77,704.06 to repair the water damage they caused was not subject to subrogation and ruled in favor of the tenants. In Delaware, landlords and tenants are presumed to be co-insureds under the landlord's fire insurance policy unless a tenant's lease clearly expresses an intent to the contrary. If the rule applies, the fact that the landlord's insurance is presumed to be for the mutual benefit of the landlord and the tenant and the insurer therefore cannot pursue the tenant for the landlord's damages by way of subrogation. The Superior Court ruled in the tenant's favor in, at summary judgment that the rule applied because the lease did not clearly express an intent to hold the tenants liable for the landlord's damages. In Donegal Mutual versus Thaugaval and Muhasani, the Supreme Court of Delaware on July 18, 2023, concluded that the apartment's insurer who sued the tenants for $77,704.06 to repair the water damage they caused could not be pursued 
because of the mutual benefit of insurance available. The Superior Court ruled in the tenant's favor at summary judgment, and the lease did not clearly express an intent to hold the tenants liable for the landlord's damages. In Delaware, landlords and tenants are presumed to be co-insureds under the landlord's fire insurance policy unless a tenant's lease clearly expresses an intent to the contrary. Since the rule applies, the landlord insurer cannot pursue the tenant for the landlord's damages by way of subrogation. The tenants who leased an apartment from Seaford were considered to be co-insured since the lease did not express an intent to the contrary. The complaint alleged that the tenants hit a sprinkler head while they flew a drone inside the apartment. Water sprayed from the damaged sprinkler head and caused damage. The Superior Court granted the tenants summary judgment motion and concluded that the lease in the case was substantially similar to the leases in three other Delaware decisions, all of which found that the leases did not clearly express an intent to the contrary. The Supreme Court therefore concluded that the Superior Court correctly found that the apartment lease did not clearly express an intent that the tenants were responsible for the water damage. Since the Seaford apartment lease did not specifically address liability for fire or water damage caused by the tenant's negligence, the policy issued by Donegal was issued for the mutual benefit of the insured and the tenant, and Donegal had no right to subrogate. Also, the Superior Court correctly observed that the policy considerations recognizing the one-sided nature of residential leasing and protecting the party's typical expectations regarding the assignment of the risk of loss are served by applying the rule in this case because residential landlords control the lease terms and create a lease that is a contract of adhesion. If they want, they could clearly express a requirement that the tenants obtain fire insurance or notify them that they would not benefit from the landlord's fire insurance policy. In my opinion, most com commercial fire insurance policies, like the Donegal policy in this case, allow the insured to waive the insurer's right of subrogation. Apparently, the landlord did not specifically waive its insurer's right of subrogation, but Delaware precedent accomplished the same effect by, as a matter of law, made the landlord's policy a policy for the benefit of both the insured and the tenant, effectively acting as a waiver of subrogation since an insurer cannot sue its own insureds. This video was adapted from my blog, Zalma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone who clicks on the URL zalma.com blog. If you found this video useful, please tell your friends and colleagues about the blog and the videos and let them subscribe to the blog and videos. They're all free, cost nothing, and I never give away my list. Subscribers can also receive videos from Excellence in Claims Handling at Locals.com and my publications at Substack.com. 
all of which are free, and if you wish highly excessive detail on insurance, insurance claims, insurance law, and insurance fraud, you might wish to consider subscribing to my Locals Community or my Substack publications for a very small fee. Thank you for your attention.